What's up, everyone? My name is Dennis Ackman, and you are listening to the Alaskan Grappler podcast. In this episode, I had the pleasure of sitting down with Alaska wrestling legend Michaela Hutchison. We talk about when she started wrestling and who may or may not have got her into it. We talk about some wrestling rumors about her family, her wrestling career in high school, and about her being the first girl in the nation to win a state title in a predominantly boys sport. We talk about her time after her high school and about her college wrestling career. Uh, what she thinks it takes to be successful in wrestling, what she thinks is the hardest thing about wrestling, her being a mom, and so much more. Uh, Before I kick off our conversation, though, I want to apologize for some of the audio. We recorded this podcast in the wrestling office at Lathrop High School on the last day of Team Alaska National Prep Camp. So at times we had people come into the office because they didn't know we were recording, and I tried my best to cut out that audio. So if there seems to be some weird transitions, that's what it is. I also want to make a correction about something we talk about. Uh, She mentions wrestling a kid uh, from Juno at one point, and I popped off uh, with the name Gary Carrillo, but uh, he was a couple years before her time. Uh, the person she was talking about was Dante Santos. That being said, here is our conversation with Michaela Hutchison. Okay, so I'm sitting here with Michaela Hutchison, but it's not Michaela Hutchison anymore, right? No. It's Michaela Schmitz. Schmitz, yeah. Okay. Um, we're going to jump right in and start uh, way back in the day. When did you start wrestling? I started wrestling when I was about seven, but uh, the story's kind of mixed up how it happened. Okay. My mom kind of says that she started me, like, when my dad was on the slope. He worked two weeks on, two weeks off for my whole life. So he was gone, and my mom said she signed me up because I was a training partner for some of the kids. I was around it for my older brother, Eli. I think Zeb wrestled in the Whalers, too, and Isaac, my oldest brother. So, anyways, when he was gone, she signed me up, but then my dad said he signed me up, so I don't Okay. They, I don't think they remember, and I don't really remember, but seven-ish. They both want the credit. Seven-ish, and then when I was 10, I retired for a year because I was kind of sick of it, burnt out, which people need to hear that kids do that all the time. But I quit basically for a year to take care of my youngest brother, Gideon. That's my excuse, but that wasn't. I was was just tired (laughs) of it. Just tired of it? Yeah. So So at a young age when you first got into it, did you like it to start, though? Oh, yeah. And it was only freestyle, right? Because you can't do Greco until you're like 10, 10, No, 10, yeah, 10. 10, Okay. But you took a year off. I think 9... Midget is when we start. I don't know if they call it midget anymore. Yeah, I'm not so, sure. But, um, That's not politically correct, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, Even though Bockert calls Sam midget. <laughs> um, who who has been your biggest influence in wrestling? One, two people, certain amount of people, group um, of people. I think it's a like all my coaches were huge influences. Um, Eli, my oldest brother, my next oldest brother was super influential in my life just because he kind of shown me how to be a person and a wrestler and and shown me always to work harder and try harder than I thought I could go so he was a big huge influence and then my parents obviously right. supported me I was grumpy a lot of the time <laughs> cutting weight I'm and, sure and stuff like that so yeah. okay and then uh so there's these stories right because your family's like wrestling royalty when it comes to Alaska wrestling and yeah. stuff like this so I don't know if this is it true or not, but I have to ask. So, is is this true about there being like a dungeon or something at your house, like a wrestling <laughs> dungeon where there's mat rooms in the basement or uh, oh. mats in the basement or something? No, it's funny. No, um, that's we we funny. heard this like literally growing up because I'm the same age as your older brother, uh, Eli. Eli, and okay. uh, we always I'm heard talking. like, yeah, um, 
they have these mats in their dungeon and there's like ropes to get down there and their dad won't let them come up and eat breakfast unless they <laughs> climb these ropes after practice and i'm just like damn like oh my <laughs> God. Oh, how so that's not. Start. Okay, yeah, I don't know where that came from, but it's funny. All our our house is full of windows, so that's okay, funny. there's a dungeon, but there is a crawl space which we has all our we had growing up just had a bunch of junk. So if you needed like extra plates for got to go down the there. Concessions, then you got to go down there. Okay, and it's not. But the dungeon thing and the ropes, that's not. No, true. we do have a. Um, it's a wrestling room. We okay, call it, but it's just there was probably two living rooms put in. Okay, I'm guessing like a formal dining room. I don't really know how. I should ask my parents that, but we put a, there's a bright orange wrestling mat that my dad got, Clarence, and then we did have um, some small ropes hanging up, and then we had rings, and we switched it off. One time gotcha. we had a hammock, and, but outside there was, to our second story, to our second story, there was huge ropes that we would okay. climb, and we had to do our workout every day, but it was nowhere, like, nowhere as bad yeah. as what we imagine. Okay. No. Because my little brother actually reminded me of that question. He's like, hey, hey, make sure you ask him about the dungeon thing. And I'm like, oh, man, I forgot about that. And he's like, yeah, yeah well, I just want to see if that's true or not because that's I just crazy. I probably seemed true because I was so socially awkward. Oh, yeah, well, cool. I was just like, man. like that's that, so weird. Well, everybody, you know, you guys, your whole family was just super solid at wrestling. So it's like, man, maybe, I mean, obviously that's that probably plays in a huge role. Their dad won't let them eat unless they come up the ropes no. out of their hard practice. Like, yeah, good luck getting up here. I guess maybe we seemed a little or something I don't know Um, so going back to high school you were the first girl in the nation from what I understand yes yes. the first girl in the nation to win a state title in a predominantly boy sport yeah what was that like you Um, were a sophomore 103 do you remember who you wrestled in the finals I don't boss yeah boss Boss. Aaron boss and you beat him one to zero yeah it was horrifying match now to look back at it oh yeah no technique at all but anyways um, i don't recall the match necessarily so the point was just probably an escape point yeah when you chose down or something Mm -hmm. so what was that like being like the first like at the time when i mean the goal was always to win state titles for any kid in high school yeah and when you won you got like a ton of just publicity oh yeah and you know what that publicity from that year to the next year i kind of I went in a depressing mode because it was really? just, I never got... Heard, heard the end of it? Yeah, thing. and it was kind of like, it defined me for a little while. Right. And so, as a young girl, you kind of, you don't, you try not to let it define you, but um, people were calling at like, third time, right, six in the morning, but it was 3 a.m. here, and it was yeah, like, brutal. you just never... Trying to get interviews and it or just talk really to you? Dumb, or? right? Because it's like, but if that defines you, then it's like, oh, that moment's over, now what? You yeah. Know? So... Uh, took it took a, probably a year, and my little sister Monica came up after me, and she was a freshman when I was a junior, and she just said I was the biggest brat. Um, <laughs> just based had. on dealing with that. Yeah, and I was just dealing with um, kind of having my that was my biggest goal at the time. I mean, Olympic champion was always my goal, but that was my biggest goal at the time. Yeah, so. at the time, right? So and then you took like, second the year before too. So yeah, so that was kind of like my maybe the top of my mountain and then after that I was like what do I do now yeah yeah how am I gonna top that yeah everybody cares about that and that's it like yeah I'm the girl and and then nasty stuff on the internet you know like I'm sure why are they wrestling a girl blah 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 but um so. so that year your brother had to been a pretty special year I imagine for your family in general because your brother won his fourth state title and then you won a state title to me kind of crazy that 
either one of you won like OW that year? Did that ever come up or no, anything? We, so um, this guy named Scott fa- Lucas in our won. Family did, but um, but I mean it doesn't matter now. No, um, yeah, the guy that won. Uh, I, I, thought, was, I always thought Eli should win all. Like in right. Tanana, growing up, I won Tanana three times yeah. in school, state, whatever. But I got OW every time because I was a girl. Right. I don't think it was because of my talented wrestling drag act right. at the time. But exactly. Um, do you think Eli that Eli never got it? Do you think that he didn't get it because David Weiss from West Valley won four time at the at the same? They graduated the same year. Do you think that had anything to do with it? Not that Possibly, matters. But Eli didn't lose any right. matches, so which for anyone know. that doesn't know, your brother's the winningest wrestler in Alaska history, never losing a match or whatever. Yeah, uh, and I think he had the takedown record. I'm sure. That's yeah. what he. Was I'm sure he has a bunch for. of records. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. So it was um, just for for our, for our family, it was kind of like. But then we kind of came to the conclusion as a, so obviously there was a lot of talk about it, um, that it was because it was the tournament, the tournament OW instead of the whole year right. OW. The, yeah, gotcha. Because the guy that won was uh, this dude from uh, South Anchorage, actually Scott Lucas, and he pinned uh, Jake Wade. Someone, some Wade from Wasilla, yeah, Wade, who's yeah. a senior, who's been, was smashing him like all year. So I mean, I get it. Yeah. If if you're actually sticking with the term in OW, I mean, it makes sense rather yeah. than like a career or yeah, the yeah, year. Yeah. Um, so dating back to high school, you not only won state, but you also were a four time placer. And for people that like think that you know you should do better as you get older, it's a little different for girls when they compete against guys because their bodies matured a little differently mm-hmm. as far as muscular wise oh, yeah. and it's not like well I mean you could try but staying at 103 like forever be pretty tough for yeah an average size girl right so you took second first fourth and then fifth um going back to high school in high school speaking who's the toughest kid that you wrestled do you think do you have one off the top of your head or that um, you think of a I couple I don't really have one no or a not couple really. not, no one in particular stands out it's all good. I'm just no, curious. No, no, no. Um, I just remember even when I took fourth and fifth, it wasn't like I still wrestled just as good as if I took yeah. first. It was just well, different. and the kids in your weight class in in all years really were. I mean, I was looking at it last night and I'm just like, dang, like a lot of super good kids. Oh on yeah, there. It was, we, and and the kids growing up. That's one thing I wanted to say is that we didn't, they didn't ever weren't ever biased against me in Alaska because I think I we grew up like wrestling in the yeah and they and weren't stuff. and they weren't like oh it's a girl wrestler they're just like oh that's you know the Hutch, hutchison girl or whatever it doesn't that's just a wrestler so that that for for alaska it seems like we're very unbiased against girls wrestling i think girls are biased a little bit about themselves wrestling but right as a, as coaches and stuff come it seems like they're way more unbiased than other states that I've been to. Is, uh, was your dad, like, an actual, like, one of your actual high school coaches, or did he just help out, or how? No, he just was in the room, like, helping. Okay. Yeah. Did it help a lot, like, in high school for two years, having your older brother in there? Did you guys roll around a lot, or he's able to, like... Eli was always, so, Eli was kind of the, as I said, kind of the bar to, like, before practice, we'd run. I mean, after practice, we'd run, and then uh, I don't. My senior year, I had trouble. All my years, I had trouble defending a senior leg because I would stick my leg in there. And you don't do that. You put your leg back. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But um, Eli would work with me every single day, helping me out. And and to have somebody like that as an old brother, especially when the younger sister gets all the publicity and all that stuff, is pretty cool. So he would 
every day he'd spend 20 minutes probably helping hey so. definitely helpful for sure um speaking of your siblings how many siblings do you have nine siblings nine ten siblings all, yeah, ten, ten. Rattle them off for me from the I, oldest. Isaac, Zeb, Melina, Tanika, Eli, me, Monica, Hannah, Seth, Gideon. Jeez. I know. So, um, how many sisters? Four sisters and five brothers. Four sisters. Did your other sisters wrestle? Yeah, Melina wrestled. Did she She's wrestle the- like? Uh, I mean, I not. I don't know her at all. But did did she? she- not have as much success as you, or did she stop and... Oh, okay, I'll tell you. Um, okay. I don't know what year she started wrestling for um, Skyview, though, but um, she did, she placed, and she was the first girl to place in state at all, I'm pretty sure, in Alaska, and then she did go on to college, and she was on the um, U.S. ladder, I think, for a couple of years, but... So okay. she went to Menlo, and then... She kind of get her got her shoulder torn out a little bit, oh, but her, she used to wrestle Taylor all the time okay. in high school. So how old are they? Um, Melina, let's see, how old is Melina? Thirty-eight. <laughs> okay, so what I was getting at is that like I don't really know a lot about that, probably because that just information from probably like O two prior, not really available. Yeah. So maybe yeah, that's why. But um. Old, the old VHS film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But your younger sisters didn't oh, yeah, wrestle? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Melina wrestled, and then Tanika went to Menlo, too. Sorry. Oh, no, you're we're good. talking about mom brain. Okay, and then Tanika went to Menlo, and she wrestled only one year because the coach, I think, was going to give her a scholarship or, for one match or something. Oh, wow. Or she, he made a big deal about taking a Russia team. So she she wrestled for a couple years, but she, it wasn't for her. Um, she's she's a lawyer now. But um, let's see, Monica wrestled. She I think she went to state a couple times. She's tough, and then Hannah's tough too, and they both. Yeah, it was crazy because, like I mentioned before, I wrestled with Eli, and then people in your family they just kept coming and they just kept oh. coming, and I'm like, does it ever end? And then I thought Seth was the last one, uh-huh. and then Gideon's the last one. Gideon's the last. Okay, Unless and he just graduated. <laughs> and he just graduated, right? He just graduated. Okay, because I remember like looking through some brackets like a couple years ago and being like, well, who's this now? Like, where'd oh, this kid yeah. come from? Like, God, I dang. know, it surprised me. There's so many, too. Um, so, what, um, we're going to segue to just something else real quick. What do you think it takes to be successful in wrestling? Let's see. I mean, I'm sure it's a, a handful of things, not just, I don't think it's Yeah, and obviously, one I don't thing. know everything about it. That's yeah. I'm still learning, but um, definitely off-season wrestling. Team Alaska helped me a ton, just because, first of all, it seems like, what I'm as a coach now that I'm looking at it is kids that come to Team Alaska then they're not bored in summertime so they're not doing other things they shouldn't be doing right. or bored eating potato chips on the couch or whatever right. maybe um, but off season wrestling is a huge huge deal and that impacted me greatly and then I know some coaches teach don't do in other sports do other sports like have fun meet other people kind of make an impact on the world is is kind of how I've been taught is did you play other sports yeah what'd you play um I swam for a year I did volleyball for a year okay cross country running soccer and wrestling you think that kind of helps with like not getting like burnt out kind of like what you're talking about when you're like 10 years old and stuff yeah that's not like 
I mean, obviously you're gonna have more success if you can like live, breathe, and eat wrestling like 24 seven year oh, round. Lordy, but at the same time, yeah. like, doesn't it kind of take it out of you to the yeah, point where you're some like, some of my high school kids in Illinois they quit other sports, and they're they're just like all the drama or whatever. And I'm like, that's not a reason to quit sports. Yeah, like, that's kind of lame. Yeah. So, but again, some coaches are like wrestle, 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 and but I just know mentally I couldn't do that. So. It was, I played indoor, spo- so- I mean, I was always active. You played right. indoor soccer, outdoor soccer, blah, 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 but, yeah. But mainly so. the off-season wrestling, you think, is the most important. Yeah, part. and then, and then everything else comes into play, right? Like, emotional, if you're religious. Right. Believe, like, do something mentally, physically. So, all that stuff comes into play, I think. Yeah, no, that's a great answer. Yeah, I was just curious, because everybody obviously has a different opinion um, on what they think is like the hardest thing, or what it takes to be successful. Oh, then and then um, when I do do good things, it's goals, goal writing, right? And then putting them where I can see them is seems like, like you're talking about. I mean, the goal was to be a state champ, and then you hit that, and then it's on to like the next thing. Yeah, and I had it up on my wall with <laughs> lipstick because I read that was <laughs> cool. So <laughs> I mean, looking back, it probably was in fifth grade handwriting with lipstick on the wall, but who cares, right? It's kind of cool to look back at that, though, and have those memories and be like, yeah, you know, and I did that, and then being able to wipe, wipe it off or whatever you end up yeah. doing when you hit it. Yeah. Um, so that's what you think it takes to be successful. What do you think the hardest thing about wrestling is? Is it's like, is it a dis- discipline on, like, diet or just working out or... None of that was the hardest part. It was kind of just believing in myself once I stepped on the mat. So um, that's what I really try to kind of... Know the right word right now, but vision in on for the girls is to. Um, I finally learned as I competed after all my, you know, college and career and stuff is that if you start visualizing yourself being successful, it will come true. So that's more of what I like to teach the girls now is visualizing. Yeah. And I think that's actually really important because I think a lot of kids. Um, I think that's where they have an issue when they go out on the mat and, and already don't think they're going to win. I think that is plays a huge factor is kids that already step out on the mat thinking they're not going to win. I mean, it's not like you're going to pull off a miracle and happen to win when you didn't think you are going to. You bet. I mean, because I coach at Lathrop, and we have kids like that all the time. That it, I mean, it's frustrating, but it's nothing I can do to like really like drill it into them but there's a lot of kids that have a lot more talent than they give themselves credit for and when you mentally already are checked out or think you're going to lose you probably aren't going to stand much of a chance and yeah that's it's so frustrating as a coach to see that especially when they're when they work that hard is yeah i try to i try to drill in if you work this hard then there's no way they can they can beat you because you worked harder than them even if you don't if you're not as technical or whatever if you work harder than them have confidence in that right if nothing else have confidence in that and in the end I mean to a certain extent like hard work always beats you know the person that's most technical sound I mean unless they obviously put in the same amount of work but if you're yeah exactly but I mean if you're busting your butt like year round or just you know your goal is to be a state champion you put in all this work and then you wrestle a kid who's been wrestling for 10 years longer than you I mean, it's really just going to come who put in the most work, not mm-hmm. necessarily who's been wrestling the longest. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, that place Yeah, because you have to be coachable, too, especially yeah. if they're just going through the motions. Um, so, you, I mean, you coach now, but at least for the high school people that might be listening, if you had to give a piece of advice to any young women out there trying to accomplish, like, big things, I mean, is, is there anything that you would say, like, I mean, believe in yourself, clearly? I would say dream, dream big, um... And then go after it instead of 
I think most of the girls that I see now, they're just kind of, they're kind of going through the motions and they don't know why. They're kind of, they don't know why they're wrestling, kind of, if that makes sense. So, yeah. Um, I, I would, that's what I'm trying to teach these girls at Team Alaska is dream big, go after it. Like, stop, stop having an excuse for everything. Like, my yeah. knee hurts, my shin hurts. Doesn't right. really hurt in the big scheme. Of, you're not even going to remember in 10 days that you're, yeah, they had a bruise on it. So right, or you also think that maybe um, some people kind of just like you said, like go after it instead of going after it. They kind of just hope things fall right for them and are in the hope like uh, hope to be in the right place at the right time at the right weight class or whatever, and just hope it works out instead of just being like, you know what, I'm just gonna yeah, go I get think, this. I think they do hope that, but at the same time, maybe they don't really care. And then also. I think think girls' mentality is that they can't, like, oh, we're just different because we're girls, you know. Instead right. of like, yeah, instead of, of working your butt off or what? I don't, I don't, I can't understand that. I'm still right. trying as a coach, but um, <laughs> something like that. I don't know. Um, let's talk real quick about the level of competition for girls now in high school, specifically compared to when you wrestled. Do you think there's a difference? Oh yeah. It's, do you, what, why do you think that is? Is it just because girls just are down? More girls are down to wrestle now than they were back in the day. Because girls back in the day had to maybe wrestle boys, and they're like, eh, never mind. But now that it's its I own separate thing, they know a, that they have a I chance. Do think or think that's whatever. a big deal. But just as I was saying before, it's like I'm a little mentally different because I didn't ever have that chance. But now it does seem like more girls are coming out because they're they're not scared to get hurt or right. or scared to be looked at weird by other girls or I don't for wrestling boys or whatever yeah, yeah I don't, I don't it don't made sense to it, me but, um, but it does seem like because it's more socially acceptable it's okay it's bigger I so guess when you get numbers then you get repetitions and right all and then more people start doing it yeah. and whatever um, I guess either back to high school or or just in general your entire wrestling career do you have a favorite match or, or a couple that like stick out in your mind um, I mean obviously winning the state title was, was special but then it came with a bunch of like baggage in a sense after but I mean is there a, a match or two that you're like that one right there even if it was winning a random I don't know like <laughs> regional match or whatever be like uh, super um, stoked on that yeah one. my freshman year um, and the semis was against the Juno kid. I can't remember who it was. Gary Carrillo. Yeah. Probably. And that was <laughs> that was fun. But it wasn't because of anybody cheering or whatever. It just felt like I kept wrestling and kept believing in myself the whole match. And then I wrestled Helen Morales, and I lost in my junior year of college or whatever. She must have been sophomore or something. But um, in the finals at college nationals, and it was just a good match. Like, it yeah. was just both of us who were wrestling the best we could, and whoever had the better day that day came out. Which is how the chips fell, kind of thing. Yeah. So. That's crazy, though, that one of your favorite matches is a match that you lost. So, for anyone out there oh, like, yeah. listening, I mean, just, it's not all about winning, you know? Yeah. And some that's how it is sometimes. You just wrestle the best you can, and, and maybe you need to work on something. Good. So, after high school, it's all said and done, what happened? Where. You did, I mean, your plan was to wrestle in college, right? Um, yeah, and their college wrestling wasn't very big compared to now. For girls. Back then. Yeah, for right. girls. So, actually, Eli went to Boise State University, and I kind of was thinking I'd just go train there, go to school, 
and do the opens and I didn't really have a good plan probably <laughs> not really a planner if you know me I try I try to but I don't really follow through so um definitely a personality trait I need to work on but anyways so I was gonna go to Boise State and then I went to Fargo my senior year and which is really late right to sign to college but Oklahoma City a coach coached me from there and I just said, okay, I'm gonna, I'll go to your school. And he was, he's called me for a month, probably. Trying to get you to every single morning, and he didn't know the time difference. Oh, right. Which was like you said, like three hours, right? Cause oh they... yeah. So he would call at four thirty, <laughs> and it was just like <laughs> I hated me alone. him. I hated him. I hated him. I was like, okay, I'll. If this think is how you're gonna be. I don't want to wrestle yeah, there. <laughs> I'll think about it. And we had six thirty pra- six practice six. Um, AM practices all through college, so that's funny that. <laughs> right. Now, now I have to get woken up by a baby at 4.30, so it's all said and done. But anyway, so whatever I was saying, that's gone. After high school, you talked to Oh, I, so I got recruited, and then I turned around and I said, I'll go there. My dad was kind of mad at me because he's like, we got to negotiate. And I'm like, oh, well, oh. I'm going there, Dad. So, But they did they did fine for me. I mean, And then how'd that go for you, wrestling in college? Good. Um, all the first year was kind of rough because it was it was kind of hard wrestling program very intense but I mean I was used to that um the coach cussed at me one time and I didn't really think I deserved it so I, that kind of was like the guy that called you every morning same coach oh um oh, different he's, coach? A, he's like a head coach or whatever oh, okay this guy was the assistant gotcha but he did I mean now it would never phase me but then this coach cussed at you and you didn't like it oh yeah he, he just told me b word and and oh, and i don't what? think he even remembers because he's in the moment or something yeah he, dang and um i never got i've Spoke never to got like that? yeah yeah well with those words right? right i got called like or not called anything just like cussed at uh, not right not directly called a name know. or whatever. So anyways, yeah. that was just one of the things, but it, it was just a hard wrestling program, and I was getting homesick. So um, I kid you not that that year when I was going home to um, Christmas, I gained 10 pounds just in that probably week. Dang. A honey bun and a <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a fluffy marshmallow. <laughs> then I went home and lost all the weight. But anyways, we only got five days for Christmas break. It was hard. Dang, that's um, not very long. But we, but I wrestled with the guys' team. So morning practice was with the girls' team, and every afternoon I would wrestle with the guys' team. And I wrestled on the guys' team one, one match. No, no, two tournaments probably. A one-one match for one twenty-five pounder. They didn't have one, so. Gotcha. Um, so did you wrestle there for how many years? Four years. All four years at the mm-hmm. same place. And how did it go all four years? Uh, I won said three times and then lost just once in the finals. Um, I don't know my overall record or anything, but... But, I mean, you look back and you're pretty proud on that. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. obviously... You know, I don't think I could have trained done. harder, differently, right. make it better. Did you have any, like, serious injuries wrestling in... Ever, I guess? Nope. Twisted ankles. But nothing shoulders. that kept you out for, like, a long period of time? Um, I got in a car accident after after college, and, oh, and I didn't think I was going to compete again, but um, the physical therapist told me... Like, if you're going to do it, go after it. So, so and then what happened after college? After you college. Did, like, you did Olympic training, or uh, yeah, trials, I, right? I, I was done after college. I was burnt out. I didn't, yeah. I didn't want to, I didn't even want to keep up with wrestling. Like, I was just done. So, I, I actually moved home to Soldatna, and I was a CNA nursing assistant for okay. a year, and I didn't have a plan. I was just going to get money saved up, put it in my saving account, and um, 
just see. I figure it out after that. Yeah, I was going to. Because you're not a planner. My, yeah, my <laughs> other guy is bi- biology. So actually I was um, kind of shadowing doctors and physical gotcha. therapists, kind of see where I want to go, nurses. and But I was a CNA so I could get some. So when you went to school, was that your goal to do something in the medical field? Uh-huh. Is that why you got the biology, uh, the biology degree? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, biomed. And then um, a year after a year I moved home about... I was looking at kind of a PA program or a postgraduate degree program so I can get into a medical school a little bit easier. And um, I was going to go to, Sam called me from McKendree, and then um, another coach called me from the Cumberlands to, to coach with them. And I was like, mm, maybe this is. So then you went to McKendree, right? Yeah, and I was looking up McKendree on the website and stuff. It looks like this tiny campus. I'm like, what are you doing, Michaela? <laughs> but I was like, so I felt like God was pulling me that direction. So For those that don't know, the Sam you're referring to is your husband, yeah, correct? Yeah, my husband, yeah. And at the time, how, I mean, how did you meet him? Or I didn't know him at all. Oh, you didn't know him no. at all? He was just trying to get you to come coach? Yeah. Okay. He, he was kind of new to the coaching women's coaching world, so... He didn't have too many people kind of call, so he was kind of asking around. And Sorry, so Sam called you, tried to get you to coach there, and you said, let's give it a shot, like, just, just check it out? Yeah, it took me a while to um, figure it out, but, yep. So then I went there, and I'm almost done with my master's in education. It took a pause for a while after I started competing, but, um, but yeah, so I started coaching with him, and, and seriously... The first year of that program was was it brutal, miserable. Oh, really? It was like middle school. Because it was because it, it was a new program, you said, or it just was new and and Sam only had a couple like prospects. Oh, okay. Months to recruit, so wow. it was just like, dang, who can you get? It's got to be pretty frustrating with you know the the level of competition that you've competed at yeah, and going so, and coaching. What's up, dude? You come in if you want. We're hanging out. So I was pretty. I was pretty mean to the girls that first year of coaching. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Then, uh, so when uh, just from just spending time together, you guys developed a relationship and then started dating and yeah, we kept we kept it shush shush for a year probably. Cause Why? Because it was like a no no. So we just... went to weddings in like Alaska and like nobody posts anything on Instagram or really? Facebook socially. Yeah. Is that like a no-no to do or something? Cause yeah, and then after we got engaged, we told McKendry, and they kind of... Uh, you got to fill out paperwork or something, probably, or, or, or just so they know. They so kind of just said, that's against our policy, so we got to... Really? got to let you go, so, yeah. Oh, dang, that's dumb. It was kind of dumb. I'll see you later. So then you guys got married, and then now you have a new addition to the family, right? Yep, Maverly. Well, how old? Ten and a half weeks. Ten and a half weeks, right now. Yep. Dang. So, how is motherhood so far treating you? It's harder than you think. Yeah. Or than I thought. Right. My my mom had ten kids, so it was like, you never. It's just. Like, <laughs> and you're like, dang, this one is super hard. <laughs> how did you do that? And it's she's a good baby, so I'm like, yeah. If I had a bad baby. Oh yeah, I imagine. <laughs> um, when she grows up, do you want her to wrestle? Some parents are, that are, like grew up in this are kind of like, no. Never. Yeah, I kind of like that a little bit. You don't want you to. You know, it's a love-hate relationship, so yeah. you're like... Well, you know what, what goes into it and what it took. Yeah, so I'm kind of like, should she do, like, javelin throwing or... Javelin throwing? I don't know, something. <laughs> okay. Something nobody else is in that maybe she'll be successful. Yeah, you can talk. Golf. Golf. I don't know. 
so. Do you just not want her to do you it? Talking about the baby. Yeah. yeah. I do, do it. Do All parents say that. Do you just not? Do you just not want her to do it because what? Like you know what you put into it and don't want to see like your child go through that or what? Yeah, and I'm tired of seeing that wrestling tournament. Maybe we'll give me excuse to be outdoors. What do you think, Dad? You you want your you want your baby to? I'm the same way. I definitely just put too much time in the gyms. Tired of it. Yeah. But she probably javelin will, throwing. She probably will wrestle, and I don't want to be a crazy mom, and I'll probably be a crazy mom. So will you be crazy mom, or will you be crazy coach mom? I don't know, but see, that's I hope not none. Hope no none. Craziness. Just but step I, aside. But I bet I will be crazy. The type of person you are, do you think that you would be able to just? Let someone else like coach your kid and just step away and just kind of just be like, you know, let's be there and like record your matches and just hang out. I like doing that. Yeah, stepping aside and just. I think I will be if if they're okay. Yeah, depends who the. Yeah, I need to step in and. Maybe I should run the club. No. Um. So you live in Illinois, right? Yep. What. This is a question that Wes wanted me to ask in particular. What makes you come back to Alaska and coach Team Alaska every year? Is it just because this is where you came from and want to give back type thing? or it's, It is that, even though sometimes I feel like it's more selfish than that. Like, I love it way more than just, just come giving visit home. up. Yeah. yeah, well, visit home and then the atmosphere is, like, Bockert is super just positive and reinforcing to yeah and how long have you known him like since you were a freshman high school seventh grade oh okay so yeah because i went to this fargo camp at eighth grade and didn't go to fargo so probably like 15 years 15 years ish give or take something like that dang okay oh so um speaking about team alaska and you coaching um oh actually speaking about just coaching in general do you prefer coaching over competing like, if you had to take one out of, like, your life that you, like, so take away your past in wrestling and only be a coach, does that make sense? Is there one that you could, do you like one or the other? Uh, no, I think they're both kind of equal in my, uh, they're both challenging in different ways, if that makes sense. Right. So right now in my life, coaching is more beneficial, I think, to my lifestyle. What do you right think now. is more rewarding? Hey. Because, like, don't get me right, or don't get me wrong, it's, like, nice winning matches and tournaments and being on top and all that, but there's, like, a different satisfaction that you get from seeing someone achieve their goals and yeah, that you I helped. I think coaching is more rewarding in my book. I think it de- depends who you are as a person, but... Um, yeah, some people just want the glory, you know? Yeah. Just, like, that's, the bragging rights. That's true, and I just, I like that... If a kid that works hard and buys into you successful, it's like, oh, it's kind of like, oh, okay, I'm doing something right. Yeah. That kid believes in me, too. Yeah, you know, exactly. I believe in that kid. but um, So I think it's, it's definitely different. At that time in my life, that's what the biggest, that's my biggest goal, right, was to win whatever or be successful. But now my biggest goal is to make impact on young lives. Is it, uh, is it harder to coach kids that are in high school or kids that are in college? Because kids in college have, like, a little more time to kind of be, like, you know, challenge you, right? And they, like, feel like they might know, like, okay, coach, huh? And then you turn your back and they're, like, idiot. Like, I'm going to do my own thing, even though they told me that. Where kids in high school are a little still more impressionable. You know what I'm saying? Do you think that one or the other is, like, more challenging? 
I think high school is more challenging. For you me. think so? Yeah. It's because they don't. But I think it's because college, the college kids kind of, they just respect me a little bit more. Maybe I had more time with them. And the Maybe high because school, it's like a higher level of yeah, competition. Yeah, and the high school so kids don't really, they kind of are like, whatever. who are you? And right. Where do you come from? Kind Dang. Of thing, who fun. are you? Wow. <laughs> um, so right now we are talking. Team Alaska just got wrapped up. Today was the last day. Mm-hmm. We're in Fairbanks. Super nice weather outside right now. <laughs> Tons of smoke. It's been fantastic. How has the camp gone this year? And how's the team that you guys are taking down to Fargo looking? Are you happy with the way things turned out? Yeah, I think. I mean, it's just like every year you got some some kids that want to be there and some kids that don't. And. And 10 days is a long time for a camp for coaches or athletes. Yeah. So you can kind of tell who wants to be successful down in Fargo by the Their work 10 ethic. Days. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, is there any, like, specific, like, expectations that you guys have? Like, is there ever any expectations? Like, we're, we're expecting to get a couple All-Americans or, or it just kind of really just depends on who shows up to wrestle that day kind of thing? Mentality. For me, it's um, who shows up, and then kind of improvements more than placing, because you right. never know who's going to be in your weight class and stuff. True. So, kind of, if somebody's not hitting a single leg correctly, and then they do it in a match, I think that's that's a big thing because so many habits are built already that change one in ten days is pretty pretty cool. Um, we're just gonna, we're kind of wrapping up here. Um, with uh, with a, how has it been coaching so with your baby in there? Does that make it difficult? Oh, um, kind of stop what you're doing right then and there when you're showing maybe a move or telling someone something to go when the baby's crying. Yeah, or. It, it is. It's different again. There's a lot of differences in coaching with the baby, but because of the, so much support about around here and people helping and whatnot. Yeah, and June camp, there's so many um, supporting people that it was it was like okay, she has to go. And then Sydney, one of our McKendry girls, stepped in, and I would just tell her kind of what what we think should go with practice and she just stepped right up there so it's pretty pretty cool all right well i mean i don't really have actually anything more specific to talk about i mean not that you do like this was kind of like a last minute thing with me hitting up west last night is there anything in particular you want to like say or all good no i think we talked about a lot of things Good. All cool. Things, so. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Oh when yeah. Wes told I mean, me, I'm so busy all day. <laughs> well, to be honest, I thought that your guys' last day of camp was yesterday. Otherwise, to be honest, I probably wouldn't even consider coming, knowing that it was your guys' last day because I didn't, wouldn't want to interrupt. But I mean, I didn't know it was like a half day. Oh, yeah. But I, because um, I was in Homer for like a week, and so when I told him I was coming, I got in last night and I was like, "Is there anyone from out of town that's here that's still willing that I could talk to for just a little bit?" I mean. I, 15, 20, 30, like however long they could give me, and then he, you were like the first person, and I was like, I'd love to talk to her, to be able to talk about like the past, just because of how much you and your, your family, with the history of Alaska wrestling, you know, so. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Well, that does it for this podcast. I'd like to thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. A big shout-out and thank you to Michaela Schmitz for taking the time to sit down with me. This podcast was thrown together at the last minute, so I really appreciate her agreeing to talk with me. If you have any questions, thoughts, or criticism, please let me know. I'm still very new to this and open to any ideas. There are a lot more people that I'd love to sit down and talk with, but finding a time and place that works for both sides can be very difficult, especially during the busy summer. That being said, stay tuned for more future podcasts.